welcome to 40 News to Freedom Podcast. We're back in house with the lovely Anna B. You're How finally are? done, even though you're actually just about to get started with my <laughs> I know. It's like right when I get settled, it's another season. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about today is seasons. The seasons of life, I guess we're going to call it. Yeah, and, and I don't know if, if everybody in, encounters such drastic seasons of life as I have in front of me, you know, living on the road, but um, I love it. I'm totally cut out for this life built of change. I don't know if it, it's, I mean, I'm committed to everything, so it's not like I run from commitment or anything like that because I have to stay fully committed to live on a suitcase. That is true. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, we just have such good conversations about things or, you know, in the kitchen. We did. We did this over lunch today. So I think sometimes maybe we should just set up and record in there. <laughs> that, I think it would be a really good idea, especially with everybody gone on the road kind of right now. Yeah. It'd be really easy for us to do. So we were talking about the end of summer. Last time you heard from the both of us, our listeners heard from the both of us. We were live from the beach in PCB, Florida. It seems so long ago. I know. And that was the last time we did a podcast together. So uh, that was kind of like midsummer, I guess you would call that. And now we're at the first week in September. It's tail end. And it's crazy because we just celebrated Labor Day weekend, which is the official end of summer, right? Even though summer doesn't really end until like mid-September. And we, I did a lot this summer, and you guys traveled a lot this summer. I know, I thought I was planting new roots, but. Yeah, where we left off, it was literally, we flew home um, the day before my birthday, and then I went out with all my friends. We went and did my favorite thing to do here in Reno, which is called the Hot August Nights. It's all like the lowrider cars, the classic cars, but then they have these drag races that are so much fun. I hate on this stuff. So me and my friends went down there and had a blast, which yeah, you definitely missed it on that one. And then the following weekend, you guys came back and then we had another party for my birthday. I felt like we celebrated my birthday like five times this summer. I hit three states <laughs> in that one week. You did. And came right back the day before we threw a massive party. Yeah. Yeah, and we had fun. It was fun. so much fun. Your birthday, I, I'm, I'm just not one that throws parties like that at my house. I mean, I have a great place to do that in Georgia, but I just never did. But that was so much fun. So not only did we do that, then my parents came in town. Yep, then right my parents after that, were here, who we, I absolutely fell in love with in Florida. Oh yeah, my mom is, my mom's already convinced herself that they're gonna run their business for like two more years and that you need her. And <laughs> I she her is gonna life. be wherever we are. <laughs> it's so funny because I kept trying to get her to sit down and she's like, no, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you. Why are you doing everything? I'm like, because this is my job. That's what I do. And <laughs> oh, she's she like, no, I'm staying in the kitchen today and I'm helping you. Yeah, I'm like, she, You're the most big they loved it. And I love them being in the middle of my reality because whenever I was home like they knew I had the kennel and they were in and out of the house because you know we all live on the same piece of property but they never saw the ins and outs of what our reality is like so having them stay here and see all the people that it takes to put this on and and what what the outdoor world really consists of with you know all the marketing and then just there's a million moving pieces 
And the stuff on top of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe the amount of stuff. The stuff, That yeah. shows up on a daily basis at this house. So, um, yeah, it was super cool. I think a light bulb moment finally went on that my parents like, oh, this is what her life's been about. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, that was super important. Like, and then they love Chad and he's so good to them. And so, of course, they're going to embrace my life now, yeah. you know. So, yeah, it was so it was so much fun. It was nice to have them. It really was nice to have them. It's a hard, you know, we talk about seasons of life. I'm from the South and, you know, you don't really grow up and like leave home. You come back home. Yeah. Right. So I'm at the age where I should be coming back home, planting roots, you know, having my career. And I did. You know, that place is still there and we could easily use that as, you know, our Southern home there. But I mean, our career is so demanding that just doesn't allow a lot of time to spend there. Um, so it's really cool to have this reversed role, I guess, where my parents are in a semi-retirement place and they come to me wherever we are. You know, they came to South Dakota, they, you know, they meet us at the beach you know, wherever. So it's, it's really crazy. I love that they're part of my life now too, because me and my kids are already going to go visit next fall. And stay at my house. <laughs> she said we could stay at their house. But she said, I mean, it's already a plan. My kids know about it. We're all excited. So. Well, that's what Taterbuck said. She's like, I have a secret. And I'm like, what? She's like, well, I'm going with Jen back to the fall festival next year. We're staying with Grandma Papa, so I'm not going to be at Hunt Camp that time. Like, okay. Yeah, we're going to go explore some Georgia, which is exciting. So that's end of summer now, right? We're going into fall, which is technically your season. Yeah, right? everybody else. I don't know what fall, feels winter. like for like kids that, I don't know, football season, Friday Night Lights is what everybody's walking into. I feel like my year is finally starting. Even though the calendar year is almost the end of its year, I finally get to start my year because it's hunting season. Like everything I do is, leads up to this. So summer's like the tail end of my year. And then it starts when I can hit the road and get the dogs out and grease up my shotgun. Right. And I'm all focused on just getting kids back into school <laughs> and making sure that baseball is going on and guitar is going on and everybody is happy and getting kids to volleyball. So. It's kind of a different aspect for me, um, even though you, if you guys are on the road, everybody kind of always asks me, well, what do you do when they're gone? Everybody's gone. I have work to do every single day. It's more work when everybody's here in town because it's demanding and pulling me into directions where I don't have time to focus on certain projects, but I definitely have plenty of work still to do. Super fun, it's super fun and you know, we talk about seasons of life. I have kind of had an identity crisis this summer because I didn't, I was kind of just like mom. You know I mean? I had my dogs, I wasn't training like normal. I wasn't giving shooting instruction. I told you so many times I've walked into your office and like, I think I'm in an identity crisis. I, I'm in a new <laughs> place. Like I couldn't be more opposite of where I'm from out here in the middle of the desert, you know? And um, so, now like it just feels normal and i think i don't really know like what the switch was it was like one day i just woke up and just felt normal again um maybe it was because hunting season came a little closer but i went from like a marketing kind of career in the industry i stayed in the industry but i shifted it to all just shooting and dogs 
and that consumed my time. And now we're back to the whole marketing thing. And it was a hard transition for me personally. Um, even though I'm as happy as I've ever been, right, with life, and I've got this great guy, and like we, we share our interests, which I think is probably the biggest thing because we both have these rock star lives that we've just lived on our own. Um, so it's really, really cool to share that with somebody. But for me personally, it's like, I gotta set personal goals for my own self, and what does that look like now? Because on a marketing standpoint, people don't usually start that at my age. <laughs> Not just that, but it also takes a minute for, like you moved here, you moved here from across the country. And we didn't know, none of us knew what this was gonna entail, right? Like yeah. it was just like, well, I guess we're gonna see if this works out or not. <laughs> so you had to also be adjusted to everything here before you could actually get back on that business mindset, I feel like too. Like, yeah, yeah from a female like, perspective, okay. like just so you guys know, like there are 10 people here at our house every single day. So it's and they're like, all males except for you and I. Yeah. Take and Tater. And Alyssa when she's here. <laughs> so, but yeah. And for a long time, it was just me. <laughs> so it is, it is a crazy transition in that identity, Chris, like, who am I going to be? I've started a branding podcast. I've started, you know, uh, I don't have necessarily all the same sponsors that I've had in the past. So it was like, instead of looking at it, it's like, I get to be anybody I want to be, which is what I should have done. And I should have just rolled with it. It was like, holy smokes, everything I ever worked for, I've accomplished that. Mm -hmm. I've, I've checked those things off the list. Now, what am I supposed to be? What does the world need me to be? What is that hole that I, of the gap that I need to fill to have a place? Mm -hmm. And then Instagram, you know, like how our phones now stalk us and our conversations. So these conversations we've had or I've had with other girlfriends, well, the those memes start popping up. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I think over time, just being inundated with those quotes and sayings and inspiration, um, instead of it being creepy like it normally has been, it actually helped me uh, because instead of seeing my ha my glass half empty, I saw it half full and, I, and I'm like, okay, well, I don't have to lose anything because I am super happy. I didn't lose anything. I gained so much. Yeah. And I had that experience to build from and stuff. So it's like, wow, I get, a st I get to kind of like reinvent myself my best self I ever wanted to be and I love that because I've said it numerous times on this podcast that I reinvented myself several times in my journey mm -hmm. in my 44 years like and who's to say it's not going to happen a few more times before I die it's like when you find your purpose in life that purpose could easily change throughout your journey yeah and that was I think the hardest thing for me is that I did have that change and I loved what I was doing, mm -hmm. loved it. But I had this conversation on my other podcast with somebody in the same world. It's like, I found myself hiding in, in the kennel mm -hmm. instead of sharing things when my purpose was to encourage and inspire and do all those things with my story. Then I wasn't focused on that. And that's when God was like, eh, you know, like, yeah. You got off track, girl. Well, you while know? you were gone during the summer, I had a couple guests, which was, I was so thankful that I have this awesome little circle here in Reno. And all of these women that I know, I mean, they are amazing women and they do amazing things. And one of my really good friends, Rachel, who you met at the yeah. party, so Rachel was there. Um, we talked about her purchasing a salon here in town. And we both talked about how when we worked at the beauty school, like we loved it. 
like we loved it yeah it filled our cup like everything that we loved everything we loved inspiring these kids we loved um teaching we loved being passionate about things that we were really um excited for and engaged in and in a second that can all go away because right. we all left at the same time like there was three of us that left at the same time and we totally talked about that and where I've come in my life from in the two years that I've been gone from that school, where she, what she has done, she's she's living her dream. She's living yeah. her dream. She just bought, you know, one of the biggest salons here in Reno. She just got engaged last weekend to her boyfriend that she's been with a year now. And it's just like things I feel like fall in place when they need to fall in place. Right. right? And, and like I didn't see any of these changes coming, right? Because I had tunnel vision of my 20-year goal, and I worked so hard to get there, and and then it just changed. But I would never reach my full potential if I would have stayed on that path. Yeah. And so, like, I recognize all that, but it was one of those things where I really didn't have nothing to complain about, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to be negative. I just wanted. I just wanted uh, to understand exactly what I was supposed to be chasing, so that I could get to work. I think I missed that. You know, I'm a high drive, high energy, got to knock stuff out, got to move a needle, need to make a difference, got to run with it kind of person. And it was like, I came out here and I, and I had to be still for a while. And I started getting a little nervous, Jen. But it's okay, though. <laughs> Jen's like, like, um, you got yeah. on my nerves too. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's not where I was going. But I'm saying that it's okay every now and then to just pause, pump the brakes, try and look at it at a bigger, with a bigger perspective, right? Yeah. And kind of look at it from the outside and be like, okay, slow down. You can't like, do I that can't. until you slow down. You can't see that you bigger can't. perspective. You can't at all. Uh, I think that one of the seasons, I, when we're talking about seasons of life and things changing, um, I'm getting to a point where, and it's so opposite with my boys because they're so opposite. Yeah. But one of them is really starting to kind of, you know, fly out of the nest a little bit. That boy nest. is taking the reins of his life. He is, and it's, and like, and it's like, I don't so know how to feel. I'm so proud of what he is doing and who he's becoming. But at the same time, I'm, I'm not ready for this yet. I feel like it's too young, but he's like, he's trying to become a man. He's He just went out and uh, he, he asked me, this was about four weeks ago, he asked me, and you know the story, but our listeners don't. He just asked me if he could get a job. And I was like, wow, absolutely. My kids are 15. Technically, they're not supposed to be working until they're 16, but actually in the state of Nevada, you can. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And he's like, well, I want to get a job at this place. I'm like, perfect. I'll take you down to get an application. And this fool looks at me and is like, I already applied. And I'm like, wait, what? Like took it upon himself to go uh, find a job, apply for the job, do everything via email online. And he goes down to his interview and he gets hired on the spot. And now he works three, four days a week. And it just, I don't know. It's just so, I mean, <clears throat> it just happened so fast in a blink of an eye. I feel like it was just yesterday that they were little and they needed me. And right now they don't need me at all. Well, I had to pick him up from work the other day. And <laughs> I was like the happy aunt. And I go bopping in there like, I'm here when you get off. And yeah. he was like, oh my right. God, go away. <laughs> and so I was sitting out in the truck and he came out there. 
And I'm like, I'm so freaking proud of you. And he just like, you could just see that he has an inner joy that has been missing for a while. And I was like, like, it's a really big deal that you as a teenage boy took initiative of your life have gone out and done something that you didn't have to do. And you're just like finding yourself. And I was like, I want to make sure you feel celebrated because like, I know that you do, but you're his mom, you know? And I'm like, I just want him to know this is so dang cool. And I'm so proud of him. Like, I'm so proud of him. And then here, his brother now, now that he has a job, is just like, well, I want to get a job. But Kevin's focus is baseball. And right now he's, he's practicing three days a week. And if this is what he wants to do, I need to, make sure he understands that what's his job, right? That, that is his job. job, exactly. So we had a long conversation about what was important and where he needed to focus his energy on. So a job right now is not in the works for him, but his brother, man, you, I'm you just know what so... he's trying to do? He's saving up money. He wants to travel and play his guitar. Yeah. That kid is gonna be in a band, already have plans when he graduates high school, <laughs> he's gonna be in some group traveling around playing oh i love it I these small so. bars you know i mean i, I can so. totally see that happening with him and maybe yeah. that's what he thinks about and he just hasn't expressed that yet but you know that's another season of your life where your kids are growing up right in front of your eyes yeah. and so yeah sometimes we don't want to see these seasons in but it's for the best it is for the best it really is but it's just there's there's days where i just want them to they like, crawl on my lap again and snuggle and and it's like that not even in the the cards at all they're like absolutely no, not not and gavin has a crush on a girl at school and it's like oh my gosh but in the long run if i take a look at who i was when i was their age which I am beyond thankful they are not <laughs> who I was when yeah. I was their age. It blows my mind of the things that they don't do yet, right? Like, they really have no interest in driving. Caden kind of does, and I've taken him a couple times, but Gavin is like, absolutely not. Like, I'm not ready. When I was their age, like, I was driving all the time. When I was their age, I was pulling a trailer. When I, was, <laughs> when I was their age, I was stealing my mom's car in the middle of the night and going for joyrides with my friends all over LA. So there's that. And it's like, I see these things, on, I see these things on Instagram reels all the time is be like, <laughs> be like, when I was 15, I was drinking Mad Dog 2020, walking down the streets in the hood, yeah. hanging out with people I shouldn't be hanging out with. And this fool, my 15 year old kid won't even like look at a spider without screaming. <laughs> like they're scared of the opposite. world, which it's like, I'm okay with, I'm really okay with. I would rather have my children of how they are now than how I was when I was their age. But it just blows my mind sometimes when there's things that they don't know how to do or they don't understand quite, they can't really wrap their heads around it when I feel like I was wise beyond my years when I was their age, so. You know, so JC, my oldest, spent the summer in DC. Then she bounced to Memphis for leadership training. Then she moved into a new college and she's in a new town, which is a familiar town to us. And she went from a small college to, you know, UGA, massive university, all this stuff. And her transition of season, like, she really wasn't looking forward to this new season. I was like, this is, you're going to rock this. Like, this is going to be amazing. And within one week, like, I don't think she could have dreamt being anywhere else. Um, 
I do feel like I'm missing out because I would have been so close to her of where she is if I was in Georgia right now. And I have to say, I might have been like a crazy uh, mom showing up on the weekends to hang out with my college kid because it would have just been so much fun to be there with her and just like see this. The, this has been a dream of her since she was three years old to be a Georgia Bulldog. And so um, it's really cool. Like she's texting me pictures in lab class with chickens and <laughs> like if I could go back, I would have totally studied something totally different. Or maybe I would have just had more fun with what I studied, but I think I would definitely would have done something with animals. So I think this season of life for her is probably the best that she's ever had. Yeah. And it's just so exciting uh, to watch her have this independence. She's got a few years on your boys. And there's no doubt like they're gonna they're gonna have these same things. Like it's just like Life is a journey, and I keep telling her, we never arrive. We're never going to arrive anywhere, so we've got to enjoy the trip. Absolutely. You know, like, because there are times where she's like, I'm just having the worst day, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, seriously, like, what do you have to complain about, you know? And um, so that's just kind of what I've tried to focus on after coming out of my slump from the summer of like, well, this is me. I've been a traveling gypsy since, let's see. 2017 and that is who I am like I am just the bird dog in traveling gypsy with my shotguns toting my kids along and jeez <coughs> bless you thank you and that's it and so I've just accepted that and and accepted the unknown I, I don't know I just I love that JC's at this point in her life that's the point of uh the point of conversation with my kids so again seasons right seasons of life my kids are starting to find out about things and are curious about several things. And I keep saying that happens in college. <laughs> you wait till college. College is when all the fun stuff happens. Because it, when we were at a party and someone was like, just joking, be like, you're kidding, you're old enough to have a beer now. And my son were like, went to grab it. I'm all, college. <laughs> It happens in college. He's <laughs> just like, Mom, I was just playing. But still, so here's Jace May doing all these things, all these having this amazing time in college, right? Yeah. And I'm like, see, this is what happens, boys. When you get to that point in life, which you're going to college, I never had an opportunity to do anything like that. You guys are going to college. I already have my yeah. save for college. You there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like you're doing something. My parents didn't go to college. So when it was time for me to figure out where I was going to go and what I was going to do, they were absolutely clueless. They're like, hands off. And then when it was JC's turn, after I'd already figured it out kind of on my own, and I and I think if I would have had, if they would have known to have said, oh my God, you can go to whatever you're interested in. Like, what's your main interest? Let's find you a field that hones that and that you can explore that, you can master that. I mean, I kind of did maybe do that, but it didn't last or it didn't, it didn't take or whatever. So I don't know, like that's what we've done with JC and they've been so involved in that process. They're in Athens all the time. My parents are there, I'm not there. <laughs> so it's been really cool to like, JC May's got the cool grandparents on campus. That's awesome. You know, but you don't know, like our parents didn't know to do that for us. Yeah. My parents were too busy doing everything else. <laughs> so, um, when we talk about seasons, 
this season that we're going into is technically, and it has nothing to do with life, just in general. Fall is my favorite. Mine too. So I'm definitely a fall girl and everybody's like, typical white girl, you like your pumpkin spice. Not me. Not necessarily, but I love it when like the colors change. Do we have colors here? Oh yeah, most definitely. Where are the trees? Cause like where I come from, there's trees everywhere. I'm like, you're just too I asked the kids the other day, I'm like, the leaves change here other yeah. than the one, like what else changes besides the leaves and the grocery store parking lot changes in the, the little planters? No, it definitely <laughs> changes. It definitely changes. And that's the one nice thing about living here. It's like, you think it's the desert cause we are the high desert, but you really do get, actually, I feel like we didn't get a spring. I felt like it was winter and then all of a sudden summer. This oh my last god, I year. love it. It was so here. cold. I didn't June was wearing a hoodie, which I got a, a thin hoodie on today. But, <laughs> but the fall is beautiful. Like, the, you have trees, the trees change color, all the leaves fall, like that crisp in the air, pumpkins everywhere. It is most definitely my favorite time of year. And then we roll right into the holidays, which I feel like I just did. I feel like it all just happened. This life is just flying by for me right now. I am kind of being not negative about the holidays, but I'm so ready to get back on the road and go hunting because I haven't lived that for the summer and I missed it so much, which is probably what caused my identity crisis. I don't want to be interrupted with the holidays this year. <laughs> like, well, you didn't have a gen last year. Now you have a gen in your life. So holidays- Well, I did. Ready. I was here the week before Christmas. I actually left Reno the day before Christmas Eve. That's true. So, yeah, but I, I wasn't here full time, so that made it a little harder just bouncing all around. But yeah, like I, I just can't wait to get on the road. That season, taking the podcast on the road, it's gonna be fun being in hunting camp talking about 40 years of freedom. <laughs> with all these men that are gonna be like, uh, excuse me, what? <laughs> you know, that, that could come up with some really interesting conversations um, about what, what's happening. Uh, going on in, in our life because this will go on the road with me and um, so yeah I haven't really thought about that it's gonna be fun we're gonna make it work I do have a handful of women here too that I have also reconnected because I was super nervous at first when you weren't here and you really didn't have the ability to do a podcast on the road and I'm like oh my god I gotta start filling these up reaching out to people and so like of course clearly like the closest friends I have, let me reach out to them first. But I got great feedback from those podcasts. And then all of a sudden I felt a lot more comfortable asking other people. I'm just starting to grow into this person I've always wanted to become, which I think is awesome. So I have a handful of people that are gonna be coming on the podcast too, which I'm excited about as little guest artists, I guess you would say, um, for me. I think that it'll be fun for you too, because I want you to, to to podcast with some of my people that you don't know. Yeah. You know, because you, you really only podcast with people that you know, whether it be me or whether it be people that fill in for me when I'm not here. Yeah. So I think it will be super cool if I am in place, we just have terrible internet or whatever that, that you get that kind of experience too. So that'll be, that'll be a new season of things that we really didn't even plan for when we started this. We're like, we have these conversations. We think the world will benefit from it. Let's put it out there and see what kind of feedback we get. And we've gotten amazing, most sincere feedback from our listeners. Yeah, I agree. Um, Anywhere I, from like your friends here in Reno, which is like major city life, maybe people that 
I don't know, maybe the pumpkin patch is their outdoors, <laughs> to like people that I've met along the way or that have followed me on social media yep. from Podunk, South Dakota that I've never even met. Yeah. And that has been so important to me because you know that I was kind of nervous about starting something that wasn't my industry, like really related to the industry. And I'm like, what in the world am I going to say or whatever? And this has been so good for me to just be myself and be a mom. And I completely agree. Like, so, I absolutely love doing this. So one of the things that one of the guys, the guys have a hard time because it's this macho hunting atmosphere, right? I feel like in this, in, in our office here. And so sometimes it's not fully accepted that we do kind of like a girly podcast about life and about women and about being single moms and all of that. And one of the guys um, was giving me some feedback and all he said to me was just like, do you like doing it? And I too, like, I love this. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it helps me grow. And I feel like it's a purpose that I've always wanted to do in life and talk about things I wanted to talk about, connect with unknowing people on some sort of level with subjects that sometimes are unspeakable. Yeah. Just so people know that it's, you're not the only person that, that things like this has happened to. You're not the only mom who's struggling by herself as a single parent. You're not the only person who survives things like abuse or right. addiction or anything like that. Like, I feel like the topics that we've had, we've had some great podcasts too, and we're gonna have a lot more about fun things that we get to do along the road, but I feel like more of life and no, putting it out there and making people understand that they're not alone and that they could use us as inspiration or um, maybe for support of yeah, some that's sort. Yeah, just so, you so know. beautiful. I was thinking about that too when we, when we decided to talk about seasons of life. It is because we have conquered seasons of life that we do this podcast. Mm -hmm. And the, the hardest seasons that we have endured is what brought us together, what mended our friendship, what bridged this forever friendship that we have, is that we overcame some really negative situations where we were definitely different faces of life. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, nasty relationships and the consequences of those are lasting scars. However, we chose to use them for a good purpose. Absolutely. And I I just love that. And I can't, that's just not really a story that I share in my other world. So I kind of get to come in here mm -hmm. and be somebody different. And it is. And it's really not like nice. necessarily someone different. It's really who you are, but not the whole outdoors experience. It's more wholehearted than who you are. Right. Yeah, because I covered up all of that with my career. Like yeah. I found myself in the outdoors that picking up a shotgun and being able to conquer something like being a tournament shooter, you know, an athlete as an adult's very unique experience. But that's what I did. That was the healing process. But I never went back and thought of it as like, how did that affect me as just like a mom or a female or whatever? What, outside of building a career. I've always just used it as motivation of a job. Um, we fail to realize sometimes our past 
is not what breaks us. It what it's what makes us, right? Yeah. So it's what makes us who we are in the long run. And sometimes it doesn't come full circle until it smacks you in the face. Like sometimes you realize that, oh, that what happened to me 25 years ago is totally why I'm doing what I'm doing right mm-hmm. at this moment. Whether that's a conversation with your kids, whether that's a conversation with a girlfriend, whether that's changing a job, leaving a situation, leaving a relationship. It's, I mean, again, full coming full circle. And like I said, smacking you right in the face. It's just like, okay, there's that moment. This is when it was gonna come that's back. That's what happened to me recently, like, it was, it was hard being here and feeling like, oh my God, that new face. Well, that's why I had all these rabbit trails because now it all comes together. Mm-hmm. And that like, yeah, you're exactly right. That's it. Yeah. So and sometimes a, sometimes we just have to slow it down. Again, I know it's so hard. It's really? so hard. No, it's but really- it's so, you have to just kind of slow it down and take it all in and realize what your purpose is and what importance is and you know, how to make things work, what's gonna fill your cup at the same time. Mm-hmm. I understand everybody has to support themselves and has to make some sort of income and work for a living and still be a parent and a wife or a girlfriend or whatever it is. But if you don't take that moment to realize why you're doing it, what's the purpose? You know, you know when I was going through that negative time in my life and I was finding myself in the shotgun world, I didn't really think about this until we're sitting here talking about um, 40 years of freedom and it just being so like out of the box for me. I got addicted to podcasts during that time because I'd spend a lot of time during the day by myself and mm-hmm. or in the truck. And the funny thing is, is that the two podcasts that I listened to the most that I found the most inspiration from had nothing to do with the outdoors. It was Mallory Irvin and she was like, Oh, Miss America pageant girl <laughs> and now and and then her and her dad did um was the ultimate race tv reality show? show like they had done that and she talked about like eating disorders and like overcoming nasty things in her life uh and it was just so because she's just like the girl next door like i swear from that person we're completely opposite but we would be best buds you know and that was so cool for me to connect with her. And then um, Fallon Taylor, who's a rock star bell racer, who um, had a head injury off her horse and then has been so transformational in that industry. And so I never was a rodeo girl or a bell racer. We showed horses and I had horses, but totally different lifestyle of what she was doing. But those two women were are like hardcore chicks with big hair and perfect makeup and top-notch fashion like trendsetters and that's who I leaned on so it's really cool that um this podcast kind of gave me that opportunity to come outside of my box and connect with other women yeah it's cool I I mean I it's something I've always again I've always wanted to be in broadcasting somehow and finding my purpose along the way and all these stupid jobs I had at far too young of an age, I feel has led me to this moment of doing things finally for myself, right? And growing with these brands and growing with you and, you know, getting all these stories out there on our platform. Like, I don't know, I'm excited about it. Well, I'm <coughs> excited to- I'm um, Sorry. Oh. 
excited just to do this. Like I, I get so much out of it. I hope that people listen to us. They do. I hope that we really help do. other people. They really do. As much as us coming in this room and sharing our life and, and feeling like it wasn't for granted and that maybe we can help somebody not, you know, suffer as much in one season that they're so ready to end and move into something else. Like, I hope that we inspire people because I get so much out of it. I really do too. And I know we do. Like, I know we do. I remember walking into the salon where I get my eyelashes done and one of my really good friends, Emily, who you met at yeah. my birthday party, right? Um, like she had just listened to um, episode um, Jennifer Story Part 1, Part 2. And like she waited, because she worked at that salon, she waited for me to come in. So, because she just wanted to hug me. She started <laughs> hugging me and she started crying. And then we had this intense conversation later that night about just like her experiences that, you know, her pain, her suffering, everything that she had to go through as well during a really sensitive subject, I mean, a really sensitive, you know, time in her life that was a sensitive subject with most people. Mm -hmm. So she just had the ability to kind of come out of her shell a little bit and, yeah. you know, accept that she's not the only person um, and it happens across the board. <laughs> well, there's no way to survive life without a nasty season. Yeah. And it's just so nice when you feel like you have a safe environment to embrace it because then you can make the most of it. If you have to go through it, you gotta you gotta benefit from it. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, if you can avoid it, then all means you know, make right decisions and avoid it. But sometimes like you can't control other people, you can't make other people make right decisions. And um because we're human and we care about other people, we're gonna suffer in life. Yeah. So I think being able to embrace it and learn how to use that to show love and compassion towards others is the most important thing. And that's really what I love about this podcast and why I wanted to do it. I agree. I completely agree on that one. So this next season of life, like figuring out my new career steps and being in charge of yourself is a funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it's like there's nobody there to hold you accountable for anything you know yeah i think how um a uh, homeschool and it hit me today just thinking about structure and creating structure which is why i ordered Hallie Joe a desk off of amazon yesterday i cannot wait to put it together tonight and give her space because normally I'm like, okay, well, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, bring your computer, we gotta do this project here. You know, I just had her in the podcast room while I was podcasting with a dog trainer. And um, and then I think about entrepreneurship and I see, I mean, Chad's a perfect example. I mean, he's a, he's a mogul in our industry and I just have so much respect for what he conquers. And then to really be behind the scenes and see how his work gets done. Nobody would ever believe it. Like when you see somebody with that type of resume, you think a corner office with a great view, a massive desk with, you know, multiple computer screens, a phone system. No. He is on his iPhone. <laughs> Ruling the world. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure you wore those shorts three days in a row, you know? And, <laughs> And he, and he just knocks it out. And so I've been able to embrace the season like, it's third grade. It ain't make or break 
anything, you know, and she makes straight A's. What the heck am I stressing about? I don't even grade her stuff. She has a professional teacher. And she turns everything in, right? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I can let this season go and embrace it for what it is and be grateful that I didn't take a kid with me. I never thought that that would be my story. And there's, you know, I can make this season whatever I want of it and it's okay. Like we can still be successful even though we don't, um, I guess meet the standards that society sets. And that's the, the season that I'm in is understanding that because I was brought up in a very traditional Southern home and it wasn't as um, hardcore as like Miranda Lambert's song, you know, like um, it was just a breakup, you know? No, you don't know. That. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, should I disagree or should I? Uh, like, she just looked at me like, like, are you kidding? Okay, I'm so anyways, sorry, Miranda. Um, I don't know your song. <laughs> Anyways, it's like, you know, you just still have to keep your composure and everything's okay, even though inside you're falling apart kind of thing. That's the whole gist of this song, Jen. But anyways, I don't have to pretend like I got it all together or I don't have to pretend that I'm meeting the standards of society expectation of success for us to actually have success. Yeah. It's really, I think, like the biggest lesson I'm learning right now. We just started school to, you know, it's our second week in school and that's another thing. It's like, I'm a single mom juggling a super demanding career out of a suitcase and I have a homeschool kid and I have to make sure the dogs stay alive and that they are meeting their potential. So how do you do that? Well, it sure as heck ain't sitting in an office and sending my kid to school every day. So, um, it's just not realistic. And so I think like just embracing the season of life that we're in and saying, okay, we don't really care about judgment. We're going to embrace and make the most of the opportunity that we have given. Well, one of the best things that I think that I saw on um, social media not too long ago, and I, I'm always like a screenshot, Me cut too. it down to size so I could post it person. Yeah. Um, and it was somebody else who posted it, but I posted it actually on our Instagram. So if you're not following us on Instagram, I don't know what is wrong with your life. <laughs> we have some great pictures, some great quotes, all of that. We now have merch. Oh my gosh. And I That's have it on. Thing. Yeah, so I have that on. So we have t-shirts and sweatshirts. And you can get those all on the foullife.com. And that'll be posted on our Instagram too. Yep, it is on our Instagram already. Um, but I think it was funny because um my friend Brittany, who was on this podcast not too long That's ago. That's my friend too. I know that, but she's my <laughs> friend first. <laughs> she uh, she was here the other day because she does Chad's beard and my um, hair. does your hair. So she's like our in-house hairdresser. Well, she's not my hairdresser, but she was here. She's also our friend, friend and we do a lot of things yes, together. But she was cleaning up Chad. And I had literally just, I just got my hair done this weekend, which thank you, Derek, it looks amazing. But every other day is the only time that I ever do it. Cause I usually come to work with soaking wet hair and it just naturally dries into this weirdness. So I had it up in a bun up until right before Brittany got here and I took it out and Chad's like, Jennifer, your hair looks really nice today. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, okay. And he's like, it's very like 80s feathered. <laughs> what? Brittany was just like, we don't say that anymore. <laughs> and he's like, but doesn't it look, and it literally was just because it dried up in a bun. So it was like, 
it just dried weird and it was just I was just thankful for that moment that he was like giving me a compliment on a day that I didn't feel like I looked very presentable at all but I found this and I screenshotted it and I posted it on our Instagram and it says if you see me in public looking a hot mess just know my bills are paid my kids have food and I ain't trying to impress you <laughs> that is like the entire story of my life at this point. Yeah, right now. Right now, that's where I am. And everybody keeps saying, and I know we've talked about dating and me dating and trying to find a man, blah, 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 this and that. I'm so over that right now in my life because I'm just focusing on getting two boys through high school, off to college, my purpose at home with my mom, my purpose here at work. Like I have too much on my plate to begin with. So, again, when I'm out there shopping at Winko <laughs> and call my name and from across the produce section and I'm like ducking because I didn't want anybody to see me, just know, again, my bills are paid, my kids have full bellies, and again, not trying to impress you. Okay, so that is hilarious because that quote right there is the entire essence of 40 Years to Freedom. And what we said, turning this age and this season of life, which we're talking about from here until end of end of our time, right? That's how we feel. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when we reach this age is that you just don't give a rip anymore. Um, necessarily, you're more focused on what you want in life instead of what you feel everybody else wants in life. Now, I've, I did that. I did talk about that, about a career purpose and just feeling my career, because like I said, you know, I'm accountable to nobody. So sometimes when i go to work and i'm planning it's it's easy to say what's not being um i guess served in my industry that i can fill that hole instead of just being like what's my purpose what's in my heart what is my calling about me putting me first i want to see what everybody else wants mm -hmm. and you're not going to please everybody nope. so me sitting here seeking that is really setting me up for failure instead of saying like what's in my heart what is um what's my purpose to share and then just selling out to it and so i think that's what i did all summer was just trying to figure out like what that means and then i got so many notes this summer like <laughs> i was in your office crying a lot about like why in the world is this happening because i have a resume that's like kind of stellar i work freaking hard for it and then just to keep getting those didn't make any sense to me. And it was because that's what I was doing. I was trying to people please. And that season kicked my ass. And so um, it was like when I finally just said, I'm just gonna be me, then I got like the biggest deal I ever thought that I could ever get. And it just like was so easy. It was so easy and it's with people that I absolutely cherish. And so um, that was just huge to celebrate. And I was nothing but myself. Exactly. They didn't want anybody but what I've always been. Like, I wasn't even trying. I really wasn't even trying to land a deal like that. Like, yeah. that kind of came to me. And um, all because of the podcast. <laughs> so, you know, that's something that I do need to think about. And I don't think about things like that until we get in this room. Sometimes it just hits me like a ton of bricks. Like, why? Why am I stressed about this again? Yeah. I'm just to a point in my life where I don't sweat the small things anymore. Like, there's just no... I have no time to be upset if so-and-so doesn't like me or if, you know, this friend didn't invite me to something. Like, 
I don't have time to even be invited to be given. <laughs> so it's like a girlfriend of mine who recently had a baby and I haven't really been in a lot of contact with her since then. Um, she asked me to work this event with her this last weekend. And um, she'd asked me a while ago and I said yes. And then she reached out to me like a month ago. She's like, hey, do you still want to do this? And I was just like, oh my God, my calendar is full. Mm -hmm. Like it is full every single weekend. I have something going on. And we're so bad because we put a guilt trip on you. If you do have a night off, we're like, why aren't you here for dinner? Why aren't you staying for dinner? Yeah. Go pick up the kids and I want to be here too. Like, and I want to be hanging out and enjoying the pool and all of that. But at the same time, sometimes I just need a moment at my house to figure out my pile of laundry or, you know, the other day I opened the fridge and I'm like, oh, I haven't gone grocery shopping in like two weeks. Like, <laughs> am I, and it's like, <laughs> I just like things start piling up, right? You gotta get your car fixed, all this stuff. Well, I just happened to have nothing going on that weekend, mm -hmm. uh, this last weekend. And I was just like, yeah, I totally can still do this. And it was just so good to have a moment with her, even though it was like this crazy wedding and I was bartending the wedding. And she um, was kind of like the JLo wedding planner running around <laughs> the wedding. It was just nice to have that moment with friends that I haven't ha been able to enjoy in a really long time. And I made a ton of money that day. And it was just like bonus, like, I like really going oh, gosh, the situation. <laughs> now that we're back on the road, Jen's we're like, fall wedding season. Fall. I have your boss in here. I can be your MC. I can actually, I'm a ordained minister. I can marry that. I totally I'm a full service happening. Her kids have grown up. She's getting right. Food. I was already talking food. because we were all talking at this wedding. It's ridiculous. And I want to try and get my best friend in here next week because next week is her bachelorette party because she's getting married for the first time in her life. And the ups and downs of wedding planning and the expenses that it is, like I kind of actually want, let, I want to make sure that I can get her in there, get her in Get her in here because I can't wait for this. I'm like, yeah, don't go to wedding. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I love weddings. I, I love weddings because I love champagne. I love dancing. I love, you know, I think they're fun. Being part of a wedding is a little bit harder because again, you have all these tasks and these commitments that you have to do. But um, I was looking at my girlfriend this weekend and I'm like, I really just want to like find somebody to, um, I just want to find somebody to buy a piece of property and do this on my own. And like, I feel like there's such a, a we're going to talk about this later. We're going to have to talk about this later. So I'm going to bring her in. Hopefully let me talk to her and see if we can get her next week about all these ups and downs. So we meant to make this a short podcast today and we are definitely going over time. So I this have a closer though, because we did get a little off track about the fun of the future. Um, but you were talking about like how you just don't give her up anymore. And so here is the quote from my favorite salty cowgirl on Instagram. And this is something that a principle that we just need to do because it's going to cut out a lot of BS that we don't want to deal with in life. Mm -hmm. But get honest with the people who about who you are, what you want, and how you expect to be treated. Standards only scare off the people not meant for you. Yep. And how many times, like, would we have just avoided so many bad seasons if we would have just lived by that simple principle about owning who we are, yeah. finding out who we love to be, and that's that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just embrace this life where I talk about doing things 
um, sometimes when I'm not doing them. And that was a really hard thing for me to stop and switch gears, even though I really, I mean, I really didn't have a massive change, but in my heart, it was drastic. Yeah, it's hard sometimes too. So that's who I am. I'm yeah. just a shotgun shooting bird dog loving redneck <laughs> girl from Georgia that gets uh, to see the country. He gets to meet so many incredible yeah. people and just, yeah. Well, this life is definitely not for everybody. <laughs> and I have learned that, I have fully learned that in the last two years. And again, seasons change, <clears throat> good ones come, bad ones come, they come and go. But just know, stick by your gut, your intuition, know what your purpose is, know what the important things in life are, and always try and have fun. That's our purpose here at 40 Years of Freedom. We wanna thank you guys for listening today. We want to thank um, our podcast group from This Life Ain't for Everybody for having us on here and starting it all. You guys can find our merch on thefowllife.com. We got sweatshirts and t-shirts. And, and thank you guys for following us. Yeah. It's making life so special. Absolutely. We appreciate that. So thank you guys for listening today and we will be back soon.